This is a hat trick podcast. Oh, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the third series of London Pub Reviews. This season's reviews are completely fresh, although you can't actually drink them. But they might still make you feel woozy in your head. This week we're at the Old Bell, 95 Fleet Street, EC49, 1DH nearest tube, Blackfriars. According to a sign out the back, the Old Bell Tavern once housed Christopher Wren's Masons, who rebuilt St Bride's Church after the Great Fire of London. I wish I could live in a pub, although I'm not very good at building churches. I don't qualify as a mason either, but I can do that weird Spock hand sign thing, if that counts. I sat at the rear of the old bell tavern, behind an impressive round table. The table's golden surface was so shiny you could see a face reflected in it. Well, hello. Soon after sitting down, a staff member appeared and sprayed the table surface with special liquid from a plastic container. They wiped it clean with blue paper from a large roll, as if rubbing a magic lantern. And the shiny golden table shone all the brighter. Now you get three wishes, I told them. Sorry, replied the staff member. You rubbed the golden table, I explained. So you get three wishes. I think I'll pass, they replied. Really? I said. Can I have them? Whenever I see genies, they always have their arms folded, which is quite negative from a body language perspective. There was no hovering genie in the old bell tavern, but I still hoped that all my dreams would come true, or at least three of them. My bench seat was made from leather. Its back faced the rear windows, through which I could hear men outside who were talking and drinking. Beyond them lay St Bride's Church, now rebuilt, and its burial ground. Two of the men came in to order drinks, and their heads and upper bodies were reflected in my table. Unlike the dazzling golden surface, the men's suits were grey. I wasn't wearing a suit because I was there to write a pub review and not, like these men presumably, to attend a burial in the burial ground. At least three fireplaces were built into the old bell, but none of them were lit on the day I visited, as fire is likely a sore point round here these days. All the same, I did wish that the fireplaces would suddenly burst alight all by themselves, but they didn't possibly because I didn't ask for them to in a suitably theatrical way. The men outside were putting their drinks on the window ledge right behind me, creating a clonking sound, and I hoped they weren't reading my pub review notes over my shoulder. The information in my pub reviews is not classified, and I am not a special agent. Still, I wouldn't want anyone else capturing my secrets before I had a chance to present them to the nation. I thought about spinning around very quickly to catch the men spying on my private notes, but then I had an even better idea. <laughs> Gripping the heavy golden table, I pulled it down towards me, tilting the reflective surface towards the windows behind. It was a very old secret agent trick, seldom employed with tables. 
Oh, no. Unfortunately, my selection of fine ales slid down the new slope of time. Oh, no. Sloshing into my lap before their glass vessels careered down to the wooden floorboards. Oh. Smashing. No. These were joined by a wooden menu stand and its no, paper menu, no, no, no. along with a glass bottle containing oh. wheat-like sprigs oh, no, 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 and no. a sign with a scanning code that let you order from the table. Aye, aye, aye. The men outside weren't peering inside, it transpired, although they did when alerted by the breaking glass. The table polisher arrived with a broom and a bucket of water. Feeling bad at having someone clean up after me, I took the broom from them and lent it against the table. No, no, I said. I can handle this. Moving my sorcerer's hands towards the broom, I chanted, I wish for the broom to clean up the room. The broom didn't move, not even a little bit. And after an awkward silence, the bar person went to take it. Wait, I said. Maybe it's too big a job for just one broom. Maybe it needs the efforts of many brooms. Seizing the broom, I snapped it in half over <laughs> my thigh. I began my chant again. I wish for the brooms to clean up the rooms. Mainly this room and that section in particular. When the manager was notified, they weren't very pleased that I'd broken the pub's broom, on top of the smashed glasses and the broken bits and bobs from the tabletop. Maybe the masons can sort this, I suggested. If they can build a church, they can tidy up a small mess. The manager wasn't interested in my suggestions for putting a bad thing right, and as I was directed towards Fleet Street in my damp trousers, I wished I could build my own pub and live in it forever. But I imagined the genie with arms folded was shaking his head as well. London Pub Reviews was written and created by Paul Ewan and performed by Tim Key. The producer was Nick Koo. It was recorded by Alex O'Donovan at Strong Room Studios. Sound design was by Andy Goddard. The executive producer was Claire Broughton and it was a hat-trick production. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I chose Stick of the Dump by Clive King. I've chosen Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. I have chosen the book When Hitler Stole Pink Rabbit. I have chosen My Friend Flicker. Danny Champion of the World. The Seven Crystal Balls. The Iron Man. Claudine at St. Clair's. The Guinness Book of Records. I chose Ballet Shoes. And then I came across in a school library a copy of Treasure Island. I was terrified. I'm Janet Ellis, and each week I invite a guest to come and chat with me about their favourite childhood book. They often bring along their own battered copy. It's not at all as I remember it. <laughs> this is a celebration of reading. I ended up reading it to my mum at home every night. Because who doesn't still secretly check under the bed for monsters? I knew that it was true. Harbour secret desires to run off to the circus. Riding like the wind into the purple hills. It really captured my imagination. Twice Upon a Time. 
Follow us on Instagram at TwiceUponPod for updates and guest news. I want to read this book again and again and again and again and again. Twice Upon a Time is a hat-trick podcast.